Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. A fine libations Friday to you and yours. Let's go. I'm Jeff, that is Tom, Director Matthew in the house. Football season is upon us. Oh, man. Oh, happy days. Rejoice. Good to be with you. You can find me on Twitter at Show. Appreciate those of you who do. And, of course, if you're watching on Warchant TV, make sure you like and subscribe. We appreciate it. All right. A little loosey-goosey. Loosey-goosey edition of the program today. Although it's not as loosey and goosey. Uh, it's a little bit more buttoned up. This is the first libations Friday of the football season. Hey, let that sink in for a second. For a second, right there, right. Let that. Ooh, all right. That feels good. Mm. We'll acknowledge that, and I'm using the, the royal we mm. in a few hours. Right now, preparations are being made, buddy. Yeah. Uh. So the happy hour show. Let's get it out there to let y'all know. Five thirty, corner pocket bar and grill. If you're in town, Appalachie Parkway, the locale. Myself, Corey Clark, taking questions, shotgunning beers. I don't don't know about all that. Hey, man. (laughs) They've got cans and Addy there. You could do it. Maybe you should, in this episode today, Mm. you should set the parameters by which you two would shotgun a beer on the Warchant Happy the, Hour. The, the, the problem is I'm not going to shotgun a beer no matter the parameters today because I have some driving to do, so I can't do that. But but a different day. A different day. Not today. I'm talking yeah. about the parameters this season. Oh, by oh which. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not, I don't have anything against shotgunning beers by any means. You know, I mean, think of who you're talking to here. Uh, I, I, I would gladly, like if we kick a field goal in the second quarter of game one, all right, time to shotgun a beer, everybody. Yeah, so it's not. The standards aren't high for me to agree to shotgun a beer. I tried it as a tradition way back when in 2006 for the uh, NLCS. I was just around 21 and just over 21, right? Right. You there. know, I haven't. This is interesting, Tom, and I want to hear this because I don't. You, you, you were 21 the last time you did it. Yes, the last time I did it. Sure, so I was probably it, like, 30. Yeah, 
I mean, oh, okay. So it's no, no, been no. years. Okay, no, I know. It, it, actually, it never happens. I mean, you get to a certain age where nobody's at the cocktail party. Like, hey, we, everybody gather around with shotguns and beers. We once <laughs> shotgun beers after a big broadcast on the AM dial in Malar's office one time. <laughs> I remember that. I believe it. Yeah. Well, as an intern, that sticks out to you. Like, oh man, like, shotgun and beers with the down, guys. They get All down right. around here. These, these guys here post show shotgun going on. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me to hear you say that that happened. I don't remember it happening, but I, yeah, that that's sure. Were they tall boy natties? No, they weren't tall boys. We um, weren't that psycho. But yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, the point is we're in a celebratory mood, and I don't know what, what win two of your first three games. You think okay. That's How about that? That's All right. Pretty, pretty standard. That's fine. So that would be the happy hour show for uh, Boston College. Yeah. The BC Happy yeah. Hour Show. If we are at minimum two I, and one, yeah. I mean, now I'll grant you, I'm nominating Corey for that because he, you know, he's not here. But uh, I think he'd do that. I the gallbladder's gone. He can do it. Yeah. Well, he's got to stop being so soft. So yeah, um, it, I think I agree with you. I think it'll be good times, and I look forward to it. I, I just, I'm, I'm happy to be back talking about football. Happy to be here with everybody. Happy to, you know, listen. We we made it. We made it. It's the crossing that finish line. I saw a Life Spectator brought it up earlier that the long hot summer, the finish line of the long hot summer. Well, it'd still be hot, but yes, we're crossing that line to where now you can distract yourself from the heat and say, "Hey, there's a game on. <laughs> Let's go in and watch this game. Let's step inside and catch some football, shall we?" Sometimes it is the leisurely, uh, you know, the 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 casual. And this is where I tend to remind myself and let it wash over me, wrap myself in that comfort blanket, right? That that moment where when you let's say you're getting a pizza to go, Tom. Let's just I gotta get a pizza to go. All right, there you it go. It happens. It does. It does happen. So it's a tough thing to be riding shotgun, you know, the pizza box. Mm, Ooh, man. Yeah, we gotta yeah. get home fast. Yeah. So pizza to go. You're like, all right, all right. Oh, but my wife might say, Don't feel like cooking tonight. Go get us a pizza to go. The, this is where you love it. You walk in to said pizza place, whatever your cup of tea is, and you sit down, you're like, oh, there's, there's a football game on. Well, I'm waiting on my pizza to go. There's a little football game on. I think I'll watch it, maybe have a cold one while I wait on this pizza and watch some football. It's just joyous to be able to do it. Just to be able to do it. Not like, all right, they got the, they got the tennis on, I see. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, you, you know yeah, what I mean? That's not really a pizza. That's, well, that's you what know. I'm saying. It's like that's... you go into places. I, now, I love baseball, so I can do it, but usually it's not my team that's on it. If they are, they're losing by 10. So No, but baseball and pizza don't go together. No, they football don't. and pizza do. They, yeah. yeah they, on a Friday yeah, night? Yeah. Watching some uh, ACC football? Oh, the network. From top to bottom, buddy. <laughs> As you used network. to say, a little Colgate and Syracuse. There you I go. would do it. I would, too. There's a way to make that interesting. It's fun. Oh, there's a way to make every game interesting. I was asked a question on Twitter. I gave this answer as we start the show. I wanted to just to uh, alleviate some fears here. Uh, Sean uh, was, he said that he, he was worried that we're overlooking the game. That uh, He didn't mean you and me specifically, but he, he wrote, I'm hearing everybody talk about Duquesne as a glorified scrimmage and skipping over to LSU. I get that, but I'm afraid dismissing Duquesne will end up as another J-State game. Am I right to be concerned? And my response was, Sean, while I understand the origins of your concern, I must say that I think you're free to look ahead or at the very least sit back and enjoy the game this Saturday with little to fear. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I would. And by this Saturday, you mean tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I do. 
2 o'clock pregame show, Hotel Indigo. Our partners at Hotel Indigo aren't having it. They are kicking ass. It's a beautiful – look at that backdrop. We'll, if you're watching on Warchant TV, you get the picture there. You can see the, the, the drinks on the bar there. You look back there, you see Doak Campbell Stadium. Then you see the spot where we'll be over there by the ledge. That's going to be great. Director Matthew's like, my God, with the graphics. There's so many things happening. Just boom, boom, hit them. So, uh, yeah, there it is. I mean, you get that opportunity to sit back. You come up and visit us. It's on the seventh floor. You, you, you take the elevator there. You go up. You get that cross breeze when you get up there, yes. which is really nice. It helps. Mm-hmm, it does. It's quite a few degrees cooler up there than it would be on the ground. Our friends from Zaxby's will do the right thing there. And, and there's plenty of indoor space if there's bad weather and or if you just want real bona fide air conditioning. There's plenty of space, and that's where the buffet is going to be as well. So you mm. can do the indoor-outdoor mm. thing. Mm. It's all you. It's whatever you want it to be. Well, you know, it's the home opener, and I get that it's Duquesne, and, you know, I, I don't know if that's is, is probably not a sellout, I guess. I know the home opener you'd like to see. Student think tickets be. bought all their stuff up. Well, yeah. they, they claimed all their stuff. Good. Yeah. What I, w- what I would tell you is that uh, I, I hope it's close to a sellout, obviously. We haven't given the folks much to be excited about in their trek to Tallahassee over the last handful of years, but there is something to that energy start of football, something to that you can feel it when you're out there on the deck and you got the – uh, you know, the, the intramural field's right there in front of you with everybody um, gathering yet again. I mean, this, it's a ceremony. It's it's a beautiful thing. It's a, it's a tradition that, um, you know, my dad's coming into town today. He he called me last night right before I went to bed. He's like, hey, son, what time should I get there? And I was like, well, you got to be here by happy hour. He's like, I'll be there. I'll make sure I'm there. I just wanted to be sure that you're going to be at the corner pocket. I was like, I, I am. Yes, yes. We'll be there to have our Guinness. So... Is he on the road then by now? Oh, it doesn't take him that long to get here. No, he's probably going to be on the road in about an hour. Two hours? It takes him. Uh, it takes about three hours, so pretty close. Three? Yeah. All right. Yeah, he'll be here. He'll be here in time. Better hop to it if he's listening. <laughs> get to, Dad. But he was trying to talk my ear off about the, the upcoming season. I said, you're going to stay with me this weekend. I don't need – I'm going to bed. You're retired. I'm not. I'm up early. I'm going to bed. I'll tell you all about what I think Florida State's going to do this year when you get to the house. And we hang out. Buddy, you'll be so proud. It's just a continuation of the maturation. But this morning, my eyes opened up before the alarm, 5.58. I was up and at him and ready to go. Proud of you, buddy. And you know what I did? Yeah. I turned on a movie, streaming movie, in the background as I was doing morning stuff. It's been a wall-to-wall day, getting Mm -hmm. all the preparations ready. Warrior. I put on Warrior. Great movie. Because I said, you know what? Let's have a little uplifting morning. Oh, well, I mean, there's some darkness in that movie. But yeah, in the yeah. end, though, oh, it's yeah, all yeah, about yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, about yeah. that journey. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. Yeah, that's how Good today started. Uh, I woke up at 524, six minutes before my alarm, which is typically how it happens. Mm. My eyes open. I hate the alarm. I hate it so bad that my brain goes, oh, no. It's about penal- to happen. Do you punish yourself with a brutal alarm oh, sound? Oh, yeah. It's got to be enough to piss you off. Yeah. yeah. I hate it. I hate it. It's, like it's an irrational hatred that I have for the alarm. Like it's, like, it's, like it's a person that offends me. It's this, I'm just, so my brain has figured out, like, no, no, we're not doing that. We're not hearing this alarm. I take great satisfaction. In, if my eyes open at 512 or something like that, I'm like, uh-huh, beat you. Suck it. Get you some alarm. My one semester at Iona, there was uh, it was a bunk bed situation because it was one of those places that has a common area, three rooms, mm-hmm. and you're just all stacked together. It's a bunch of filth. It's, it's ridiculous. Awful. It's awful. So I was top bunk. 
So I decided in college the only way I was going to be motivated now that I didn't have anybody pounding on my door in the morning to say, let's go, was to put the phone down at my desk. So I had to hop down every morning. And if I rolled over and ignored it, my roommate, Richard, was furious. He was, Tom, I'm not going to warn you again, man. I'm going to throw that phone at you. I would, too, though. That's a fair. He's right. right. Yeah, that's not cool. Jeff, Tom, is it just me, but... I'm feeling something that I haven't felt in years prior to a season opener. It's a good feeling, a hopeful feeling, one that hasn't been there in years. Is it just me? Well, Jeff, I had a hopeful feeling before we faced Virginia Tech. Going into Doak Campbell Stadium, everybody felt very, very excited and uplifted about the upcoming matchup against Virginia Tech, and um, we know what happened. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, Jeff, if your feeling is that we're going to go 1-0 and well, it's I, not just you. I agree. And it is a different feeling. That is a very different feeling. What do you What do you have to see tomorrow? Listen, at the end of the day, um, yeah, yay football. Welcome back football. Here we go. I mean, I'm with you. I, I, it's time to get down to business now. I, I obviously, the first and foremost, everybody is on the same page with this. You, you got to get through the game without any major injuries. At the end of the day, the, the LSU game is the one that we're all pointing towards, and for good reason. Listen, I look at it both ways. I, there are some that are just cautiously optimistic, and they get mad if you're dismissive of anybody, especially in the, on the heels of having the most embarrassing loss in program history to Jacksonville State. They will never forget it. It's imprinted in their brain. It will be forevermore. I got it. But the truth is, this isn't a game. And if it is, then we're in a world of hurt, and you can just lock it up and not come out again. Because at that point, we are a busted program who should fire everybody on this staff. There's no chance. If that game is 17-all in the fourth quarter, I'm done. That's it. I, I will call for all of them to be fired immediately. There is no That's chance right. this game can be close. You will attach a pitchfork to the, the car that we're riding in oh, no. to New Orleans. There well, will be a yeah. pitchfork attached to no, it. No, it's just insane. There, there's What kind of – no, no. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Michael, why? Michael, no. Oh, no. I, listen, he, no. he would maybe resign after the game if that was happening. I mean, that's nuts. No. We, so, were, not, we were good in no aspects. In no aspects were we good. No. I mean, yeah. can, you, I mean I, can you imagine the first question? Would there need to be one? That's an opening statement. Mike, did you resign? I mean, I would. I, that'd be my first question. Did you resign after the game? Why is Jimbo here? Michael, why? <laughs> Michael, no. No. So anyhow, it's, it's not going to happen. I don't even want to entertain it and bring anybody down in the dumps or anything like that. It's a happy day. But what you want is to get through this game. You, you obviously want to get some quality reps. You want to see guys execute. Take care of business. This is truly one of those games where cliche – uh, cliches apply. Uh, it's about taking care of business and working on what you're working on. They're, they're not the issue here. Uh, everybody's got to play good, sound assignment football. Be smart. Uh, do what you're supposed to do, and everything will take care of itself. Let's hope they do that, and they do so. And, you know, listen, football games, I mean, they're played by people. Mistakes are made. You could see them get off to a slow start or something weird. I wouldn't fret over it. Uh, but they haven't played in a football game in a long time. It happens. It's whatever. Maybe there's a tip pass or something weird. Maybe a Get down there and you miss a field goal or something. I, again, no big deal. Just continue to execute. That's all I care about because the score will take care of itself if you do that. But I also want to see a lot of those backups. I want those kids to get opportunities. I want to see Tate Rodemaker play a lot uh, because he's a guy that they may have to turn to at some point. And I know you're not learning a lot physically 
in this game. But getting an opportunity to play with that second team, or maybe even a little bit with the first team, uh, just interesting to see how they work this. In case he has to go out there and play, you want to gain a little confidence. I liken it to what I said to Corey the other day. Listen, if you're struggling as a hitter in baseball, and you go yard off a guy with an ERA of 15 who's struggling to get anybody out, it doesn't change the way you feel the next time you step in the box after hitting that home run. You feel better. You feel good. You feel confident. You're not sitting around thinking, well, he can't get anybody out. You're thinking, I hit that ball 420 feet. All right, here we go. You know, So that's just, it's human nature. So go execute, play well. And, and move on and, and get get the other guys in there. Get the backups in there. Go get rush the other hard. guys in there. Yeah, there it there. is. I remember everybody who's played organized sports, you've probably been on bad teams, good teams, and middling teams, right? When you were on the good teams and you were playing the bad teams, doesn't matter the sport, your coach always talked about it being about you and not giving them any hope. Go out there, execute, step on their neck. Don't let them sit around thinking they they got any chance. You don't want to have to do that. You don't want to have to deal with that. People begin to tree, as I call it, play way above their heads when they start believing that the impossible is possible. Well, don't do don't don't give them any of that. But the other thing they always talked about was, you know, this being sort of a, a you know, it, it's a business affair. Like we're going to take care of our business so that other kids can get in. I remember being excited to watch freshmen play or, you know, in some cases like a big-time college football, having a walk-on, get a chance to play. Like if you, you're friends with these guys, they work hard. They all work their ass off in practice. They're out there as tackling dummies half the time. This is their chance. This is their time to shine. Once the starters take care of business, kick that ass, get a big lead, let these dudes get out there. What a moment. A lot of these guys won't get a chance to play again this year. If they do, very sparingly. Well, if they do, that means we're going nine and three, buddy. <laughs> I sure hope so. But uh, yeah, man, I, 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 that's that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about a lot of that. Um, and then we, we move ahead, and you get excited. It's also a chance to show that, and they to some degree did, but lessons were learned. You know, the coaching staff learned their lesson from last year, and the players learned their lesson from last year that. You really, I mean, haven't accomplished anything. Why would you ever overlook anybody? Regardless of what I think about what I think the score is going to be or the talent disparity, those players haven't they haven't had a winning season. Coach hasn't had a winning season here. So treat the game seriously and get out there and execute. You know, you're not too good for this game. No, I think the overriding theme is get the other guys in there because if they're in there, that means you've done everything right up to that point. Yeah. You've pleased the coaching staff to the point that they're okay with it. It's not just about the scoreboard. It's about the way things are being run. All right. You've done enough. Perfect. Yeah. Check in, check out, and on to New Orleans. Which is weird to say we'll be in New Orleans this time next uh, next week. Strange. Oof. I don't want to get out ahead of myself. Pace yourself. Hey, Jeff Colhane is the new play-by-play announcer for Florida State. And big shoes to fill, to say the least, right? He uh, has been here now and acclimated himself to, uh, to Tallahassee. He's been down at practice. I've seen him several times. I've had the good fortune of talking with him. Corey Clark wrote an article uh, previewing this, this, uh, his debut tomorrow on Warchant.com. You can read that. And I talked to him this morning. And you're going to hear that interview next on the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV.
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply the jeff cameron show brought to you by orange theory fitness two tallahassee locations midtown on thomasville road and north side in the village common shopping center online at orangetheoryfitness.com Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Happy Libations Friday, everybody. We made it. Here we sit on the precipice of college football, Florida State football, most importantly. Just a day away, and I thought it would be a good opportunity to talk to the new voice of the Knowles. Jeff Colhane's going to join me right now. In fact, if you haven't read Corey Clark's article on our website, warchant.com, you should. And after this, you'll be all caught up on who Jeff Colhane is between the interview and that article. Jeff, how are you? Good afternoon, buddy. I'm doing good, Jeff. Uh, it's Friday, like you talked about. There's always a different feeling before this this first one, and I'm I'm excited. is is a, a good term, and not only it does justice, how fired up I am to get this season started. Happy to be on. Yeah, well, it's been a pleasure to get to know you just a little bit. We see each other at football practice, I know, and you've told me a little bit about your efforts to get acclimated to Tallahassee, get your family here from North Dakota, of course, and for people who haven't read the article, you've been the voice of the Bison, national championship rings, plural, and season after season of success. What made you think, you know what? It's time to mix it up because I don't dismiss where you were and what you accomplished you were the voice of an incredibly proud and successful program. You saw the opportunity, obviously, put your name in the hat. Were you at all trepidatious about that, or did you think immediately, this is an opportunity I can't pass up? No, I, just like you said, the, the latter there. Uh, I, uh, looking at you know, my career path and where I wanted to go, being at a place like Florida State was always the dream. And you know, to your point, I had a great, great job. We had a great life in Fargo. We were around great people. Uh, we were around amazing coaches and student athletes and administrators. And Jeff, there were days, you know, driving home a lot of the time through a lot of snow and wind where thinking to myself, you know, we could, I think we could be here for the rest of our lives. We were in that spot, but you know, when, when Gene announced his retirement in March, um, something you know something clicked inside of me and this was this was an opportunity i couldn't pass up and you know florida state is one of the elite you know, one of the the blue bloods in college athletics you you know all the history you, you talk about the national championships and the amazing you know stars and, and bobby bowden and all the coaches and it's been amazing to get to meet jim gladden and uh, mickey andrews and so many people around florida state's football program you know, I talked with E.G. Green last night. Could have talked to him for four or five hours. You guys, you guys all know the names. And so, um, no, I mean, it, it was a situation where in, in my, you know, in my career arc, uh, I wanted to be at a place 
that uh, where, where it matters. And this is a place where certainly it does and uh, ready to roll tomorrow night. How long ago, Jeff, because I get asked this question sometimes, if you're a broadcaster of any kind, if you're in the business, people want to know when you realized that you wanted to do that and when you thought it was possible. How far back do we go in the childhood of Jeff Colhane before we find a young man who wanted to be a broadcaster and is now living out his dream? Yeah, the radio is always on, Jeff, in our house, man. It was always on in the mornings for whatever reason. My dad turned it on. You know, every every morning we woke up and went to school, we were listening to the radio station. We were uh, listening to games on the weekends with our local high school and colleges in town and in the area. And so, you know, for whatever reason, broadcasting and sports has always been a big part of my life. I played college football, one year of college baseball. I always knew – I wanted sports to be a part of who I was on a day-to-day basis uh, at a young, young age. And so my first job in radio, I was 14 years old, working a weekend a part-time shift at a, uh, an oldie station called KORN in Mitchell, South Dakota, the home of the Corn Palace. So that's very appropriate. The Mitchell yeah. Colonels, Corn Colonels, by the way, the uh, the name of our uh, of the mascot, our nickname of our high school team. Um, and so, you know, Young age, uh, a lot of a lot of just bizarre connections to the industry. My dad, as I talked about with the radio, he did uh, some games with high school football, high school basketball. Uh, he's also a public address announcer in our hometown. An uncle of mine who gave me my first time, full-time job out of college was in TV and radio uh, growing up as well. And so just kind of always around it. And then I, I think when – I decided I wanted this to be something I did every single day would have been, you know, in college. I started doing games when I was 18, uh, again, at the local station that talked about. And, you know, when you get to be a sophomore, junior in college, you're thinking, okay, I, I got to figure this thing out. I, I got to decide I'm going to make some money here coming up. And uh, I made the choice that this is where I wanted to, to go. This is the path I wanted to follow. And it was, uh, you know, a little, a little bit after that where I decided – you know, I want to be at a place uh, like Florida State where it's it's big time college athletics. And uh, what a blessing to be here right now. Well, you've entered into the mix now, good sir. And a lot of people are anxious and excited to hear from you. And of course, most people over time fall in love eventually with the play-by-play announcer or certainly get a sense of who he is and what he's about. How would you describe your style? What would you say? People are, uh, who are looking forward to hearing from you tomorrow. Can't believe we're finally here, yeah. Jeff. It's exciting. I know how anxious and excited you are. What would you, how would you describe your styles, uh, your style, uh, your stylings, I should say, as a broadcaster? Yeah, preparation. Uh, I, I enjoy to prepare. Uh, I, I think that I probably, I think every broadcaster would tell you they over-prepare to a certain degree, but um, that's, a, that's an important aspect of, of doing this the right way. So uh, being prepared. Uh, I like to have, you know, some storylines. I call them nuggets. I like to have a saucy nugget or two uh, within the broadcast of each uh, each game that we have, and and so that's a big part. Whether it's a statistic, whether it's a a fun storyline, whether uh, what what the connections are between the two programs playing one another, right? And so, um, you know, that's that's where it starts. Uh, energetic. Uh, I like to bring a lot of energy. Uh, not over the top, uh, but certainly want to do justice to the amazing plays and the amazing moments when they happen, right? And then, and then have fun. I mean, it's it's about having a good time. I want you when you're listening 
or, or watching our behind the mic cams that are going to be in the booth this year, I want you to enjoy uh, being there with us. And so we're going to paint the picture. We're going to be descriptive. We're going to be prepared. And we're going to have some fun in uh, bringing you what uh, we see out there on the field or on the court. And you get to do it alongside one of my close, dear friends, ex-teammate of mine way back when, all the way to when we were pipsqueaks and then on into high school, and my hometown guy, William Floyd. I know you've been able to go out to dinner with William. Uh, have you gotten to know him to the point where you feel like you can reel him in when he gets overly passionate, shall we say, about his Knowles? <laughs> he, uh, he said when you guys were in high school, you would have went 11-0 and and won your first playoff game if you'd have played better, Jeff, is what oh, he told Oh, that's me. what he said. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he I told me. I don't know. I, I didn't see I, that one. I have a retort, uh, but I will save it for another day. Yes. And we, we, we have talked about it many times, he and I, over a cold one. But, yes, I'm, it's good to know that he's fibbing on me. Yes, no, yeah, exactly. But I, I have. And, and, you know, I tell you what, uh, you talk about energy. Uh, bar none's going to bring the juice, man. He, he's going to bring the juice. And so um, I, I can't wait to just just interact with him. You know, his, his knowledge of, of the game, obviously, the way he sees it through his lens, Obviously, uh, the talent uh, on the football field that he possessed when he was here at Florida State and playing the National Football League. I mean, there's not many guys out there that win national championships, win a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, he's an FSU Hall of Famer, an ACC legend. And so uh, I can't wait just to kind of, you know, a, a lot of this is going to be about the play-by-play, -play, but also a lot of this, especially early on, is going to be me listening and leaning on Barnett and Tom. And those are the guys that have been around. Those are the guys that certainly fans know and, and, and are accustomed to. And so, you know, a big part of this, too, is I'm not going to make this uh, about me. It's not about me. It's about uh, us and it's about the fans and the players. And so uh, I'm, I'm certainly going to take uh, my fair share of time, you know, teeing those guys up and setting them up and uh, trying to put them in great positions to succeed as well. I'm glad you mentioned Tom Block. He's another dear friend of mine and helped me when I broke into the industry. These are two guys that have a passion and a love and a historical knowledge of Florida State. So it's great to hear you say that because I think they'll, they're the kind of guys that go out of their way to make sure they paint that picture for, for guys that are new to the new to the deal, new to the Florida State, you know. And so it'll be fun to listen to you guys grow together and get to know each other. And I'll just tell our audience right now listening, Jeff's a great guy. I've had a chance to talk with him, like I said, at the start of the interview at practices. He's a humble, hardworking guy who's trying to get take it all in. And there's a lot here at Florida State. So I'm looking forward to hearing your broadcast on Saturday as well. I just wanted folks to get to know you a little bit, Jeff. We'll continue to get to know each other. Best of luck to you in your first broadcast here at Florida State. A lot of people will be listening. A lot of people excited to hear you. Thanks for joining us today, man. Be good. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. appreciate the kind words. And go Knowles. Go Knowles. To, uh, Jeff Colhane, who joined us about an hour before the show, had him uh, jump on here and talk with him about his debut. He's got to be excited. What a, what a great opportunity. Got to imagine he's nervous, too. Those are massive shoes to fill. I do like noting in Corey's article, and it's not surprising at all, but uh, Gene Deckerhoff, of course, has been nothing but a saint in all of this and welcoming him and 
showing him the ropes, introducing him to people, and getting him acclimated uh, to some of those surroundings. He, Jeff was at every practice um, and that I was at, and uh, I, I don't think he's missed one anyhow. And he certainly had an opportunity to pick the brains of a lot of people who have covered Florida State football and watched these practices. So uh, he, he'll know the team. He'll, he'll know the team tomorrow for sure. Miss the voice of Gene Deckerhoff, especially the pregame and postgame stuff, because that's when I could listen. You know, usually we were busy in the press box or whatever. But if I was driving somewhere, I'd hear him and he'd be setting up and he'd be like, after these messages. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to hear that on Saturdays. One more year of Sundays with the Bucks, which are right here on these airwaves at 93.3. That's correct. Real Talk 93. Um, but yeah, it's uh, he seems like an earnest guy who wants to uphold the tradition, which is all you can ask for. And I think he's got the chops to do it. So we'll see. It'll be fun. Yeah, and I and you know he has no uh, say in this or or part of it, but I'm going to hold him accountable. I'd like to see some wins, Jeff. We're going to need some wins out of you. Uh, there's been way too many losses lately. Let's not come in here half stepping. Let's get behind the mic and start winning some football games. We all got to do our part. If you're on a message board, an email account, a Twitter account, the radio airwaves here at 93.3, uh, you name it. If you're in a Facebook Knoll group, whatever it might be, however you spend countless hours, probably too many, worrying about Florida State, there we, we got to all pull together to make this happen. No more pussyfooting. Some damn wins around here. I'm tired of it. What do you think his first bowl game is going to be? What's, oh, what bowl game is Jeff Colhane going to call this the year? The Tax Slayer Bowl in Jacksonville right. when we beat Tennessee. After an 8-4 and four campaign. My prediction made no sense on the War Chant Report. We had all of our picks, and you made yours from the deck at I Indigo, did, which did. there's going to be more content from there shortly here yeah. today. Mm-hmm. But I, I went with my W's and L's pick. I, I You can't be inconsistent at that point. If W's and L's says 9, then I can't say 7 on the War Chant Report. Yeah, that would be wrong. That would be dumb. Yeah. But I don't think if you win nine games in the regular season, you can possibly be in the Pinstripe Bowl. I think you. I think you're overqualified at that point for the. Pinstripe Which would be bowl. a great bowl, man. Yeah. I want to go to that, but yeah. But I said Pinstripe Bowl because that was hope talking. It's on the 29th of <laughs> I December. Don't steal your hope, man. You could be up there for New Year's. It would be gr- well. Oh, you go to a rooftop bar and you watch the craziness. Yeah, yeah, you're not yeah, amongst yeah. I'm the not people. Doing, I don't need all that. Yeah. yeah, I've never wanted to be. I've had two friends who did it, and they're like, no. Never, never do that. The problem is peeing. That's right. Yes, people bring, you know. Yeah, because they don't let you out of your little squares. You right. can't get, you cannot leave. They bring portable so, bladders. Well, think about this. You're there all day in the freezing cold. You're not able to move, and you're probably celebrating. It's some, I mean, you're going to have to go to the bathroom, but you right. can't leave at a certain nope. point. No, 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 no. And you got to hold up stupid fitness cards, you know, because it's not. <laughs> Orange Theory doesn't do that. No. And if they did, it'd be awesome. But they don't, so it's not. No. Speaking of Orange Theory, I got after it today, Tom. I kicked that workout's ass. Nobody took a picture with me for the uh, thing that we're doing online there oh, for Garden Gold. Okay. Nobody came and uh, ran you down, huh? No, but a guy did send a picture of the Zaxby sauce. He was mad at me for teasing small towns yesterday. I think that might be our winner. And then, but he was great. I loved it. It was it was fantastic. He he was smi- well. He wasn't smiling. He gave me that look. No, he, he was mad he, at me. He was. That's all right. Dower. I make fun of Tampa every day on the show and St. Pete too. I mean, good God, I'm an equal opportunity offender. But the point would be that loots. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the the whole thing it was uh, he was great. I loved his response, man. He he played along. It was Carolwood. Yeah, Carolwood. Really. Lutes? That's still my favorite, him just blurting out Lutes. 
Because those of us from there were like, yeah, right. Yep. yep mm-hmm. Holiday. <laughs> fun times. Fun times. So we did a segment yesterday from Hotel Indigo, partly because, yes, we wanted to promote where we were and what we're doing and, and all of those things. Uh, but, Tom, we had uh, – it was a short little thing. We were out there just making sure everything worked. Uh, but I wanted to say that we're you, you'll see it here in a few minutes. We're also promoting um, the, what's what's next hour, which is Dominic Robinson next hour. Yep. So I, we're busy today. We're loaded. There's going to be some bumper music to make sure we land all these things right, but we still got you know four good minutes now. Well, good. I, I just didn't know what would you know because we're drifting. We're I mean today it's tough. Is, Today's a, a weird pieces. day. A lot of pieces to the puzzle. Trying to make sure you get <laughs> somebody's noting their liver deserves more championships or more wins. Um, I like that we're in tip-top shape as we enter the uh, season here. We've both been pretty good. What do you know? A guy named Ian McGregor talking about a liver. Mm-hmm. And I say that as 90 to 8% Irish. So, yeah. You know, I can say that. Are you worried everybody's going to get angry? <laughs> I'm just giving you my credentials. Yeah. Uh, hey, they're going to win the game tomorrow, guys. Let's concentrate on that one. Let's work on the one game at a time approach, admittedly. Yes, I've been looking ahead to LSU because I'm assuming a win here, and I think I can safely do that. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I am gonna tell you this is true too. I'm going to enjoy the game tomorrow. I know that it's not much of a contest. I'm gonna. We have started the last however many seasons with a loss. I know that's in September typically, but hey, it's a first game. It'd be nice to win one. Just give me a win. That's yes. the first game. Sweet Jesus. We'll start with something small. DeAndre Francois, Demarcus Walker. Those were the key players last time. You were 1-0. In Orlando. In Orlando. You haven't and been 1-0. When's the last time you were 1-0 in Tallahassee? And it was stressful as all hell because we were getting trounced. Mm-hmm. That was the weirdest game. I remember we thinking, changed what, locations? Are, what are we doing here? Where was the second half? Do you remember where the second half of that no, game was? No, but I tailgated at that. It was a fun game. My wife was with me at that game. We went together. Um, Which one? The, the, not that. Oh, no, I was no for, not that what, one. What game was I at for in Orlando? I don't know. Yes. Did you go to a spring game? No, I was at the Notre Dame game. Oh, the bowl game the in bowl 11? Game, yes. Boy. What am I thinking about there? Well, I don't like Orlando. I tend to try to forget it. I hate lots of towns. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, we changed locations here in Tallahassee. That was yes, I, that's right. My my car broke down in McDonough, Georgia, on a holiday. So you're partly responsible for all the traffic in McDonough. <laughs> that well, it was a holiday. <laughs> the only thing that was open was a dealership, and this guy Brian was the uh, yeah. best. He's like, "Don't tell him you're taking this rental car out of the state. Just go." Like, Thank you. You're a kind man. Very kind man. Where did you? So yeah, McDonough. I went to McDonough. At, a, at yeah, it was a dealership that it was the only thing that was open. It was Labor Day. There was no auto parts store open. It's dead. Yeah, the um, the 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 seasons have not begun in a way that left uh, a good taste in your mouth. Everything has been bitter. Everything has been difficult. Tomorrow will not be that. Now I would argue, and I've said this before, you can. Achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve with a week zero game, and it doesn't need to be against an opponent that is as outmatched as Duquesne. I would have preferred we take on, say, Troy, somebody Ooh, of that. Uh, I don't know. Come on, man. You picked them to win nine games, Tom. You can't think that we were going to lose to a Troy. A big part of the nine games is the ramp up. You know, it's that ramp up. The Duquesne ramp up is very nice. 
Also, that's the uh, undergrad me speaking, where Buster Davis had to intercept a pass. Troy had the ball with a chance to win with under a couple minutes to go. Back in 06? I think it was 06. Yeah, we've we've screwed around with some of these. uh... If you look at the last 15 years, it's mostly (sighs) suck. Yeah. Well, and that is... That's been brought up by many an astute observer um, in, in, in the chat and in email and tweets. Like, hey, Jeff, I, listen, I got it. We won 29 in a row in there, won a national championship, made the first ever college football playoff, and all that is great, and it was our third national title and all that years of success. But there have been pockets of windows here where it hasn't been great. Well, tomorrow will be great. We'll be fine. It's Jeff Cameron, show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Warchant TV. If you're watching, as always, like and subscribe. As you can see, a little bit different setting than the rest of the show. We wanted to give you an indicator, just a little taste. We're at Hotel Indigo the top floor, you guys would be welcome to come on by right here for the pregame show on Saturday against Duquesne. We'll be here for all the home games. Really looking forward to it. It's exciting. Uh, there'll be food and drinks. Fellow Knowles celebrating the return of football, as you could well imagine. And us, we'll be here. And the Warchant crew will be here. So good times. And Zaxby's will be uh, here as well. As always, man. Zaxby's owns the day on Saturday. The one thing I would say to the folks out there, the Zoom is going to be fixed. We had to do some rebooting and stuff. Yeah. It's a, this is a wider shot, but you can you get to see it. You get the sense. Look back so behind I you. like this for today's purposes because look at the tailgate lots, and then you see Doke right over the ledge here. It's the seventh floor at Hotel mm. Indigo. Lots it's change. a fantastic atmosphere. You're going to have a cash bar. There's going to be buffet service. So if you're hungry, if you're thirsty, you're covered here. There's also a good breeze up here. More so than on the pavement on the first floor. So can't stress that enough. It's going to be a good day. Room to my right that you can't see. Plenty of room up here to walk around and everybody kind of hang out with their fellow Knowles. And, you know, we've we've spent however much time talking about this game, the return to the season and all the excitement. Well, feel that excitement here. Uh, Hotel Indigo and walk right over there and watch the Knowles get a big win. A big win in in terms of the score. Uh, I like Florida State, obviously to cruise in this game and, and just knock on wood, everybody comes out of this game healthy. That's it. That's the, That's thing. the only thing you're really looking for at that it's point. Injuries followed by pre-snap penalties looking sloppy in a way that would be alarming because this this is continuity. They've mm-hmm. had continuity for several seasons. And then the other thing is, if and when the backups come in, how does 18 look at quarterback? That would be the next thing for me. Well, and I, I think the snaps. We, we need to look at oh, also. True. We need that's to look true. at snapping. Yeah. I, I think for, po- for folks going into a game where you're, you know, if there were a line, Florida State be favored by 50, whatever it might be, um, you could probably get an offshore line. Probably somebody already yeah. has. I didn't yeah. look. Uh, it's not a game that I'll be uh, using on the service, Tom. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But what I would tell you is that, you're looking for the little things to clean up to make sure you, you're good to go when you play LSU. And yeah. and first and foremost, since you've had some situations at center, you're going to want to make sure that Washington can snap the ball. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's almost like you can't learn anything except bad news when you play a team like Duquesne <laughs> yeah. or the yeah. Citadel or you know Savannah State, whatever. You name the team. Even if the snaps are good. On yeah. Saturday, yeah. I still won't know what I'm looking at because, because he's not worried about his cross. You're not, a, yeah, yeah, you're not dealing with an NFL player across the line of scrimmage for you. Yeah. Darius Washington yeah. or Thomas Schrader, whoever, is not going to be concerned. If there's no news, that's good news for now. But then, spoiler alert: next week when we're doing the shows, 
out there yonder, I'm still going to be nervous about New Orleans and what the snapping looks like. Let me let me say this too. And in, in the next hour, obviously, uh, you guys will get a chance to hear from Dominic Robinson. Yep, uh, that's always a good thing. And then, of course, I want to tell everybody is. Uh, you can probably hear in the background, it's been on a motorcycle. Uh, 5.30 to 6.30, uh, Corner Pocket yes. Bar and Grill, myself, Corey Clark. Uh, a little happy hour, just like we did a year ago. And uh, I'm I'm excited to be back over there amongst my folks at CP and having fun talking Florida State football. My dad rolling into town. It feels real now. All of this is real. It will We've feel got all this real. Stuff done. Yeah. 6.31 p.m. or 6.27, depending upon when you guys say, all right, no mas, it's time, game day is upon us. Mm. That first sip of Guinness, oh buddy, <laughs> then it's gonna feel real. Yeah, it'll be good. It, they it, should it, pay us, uh, <laughs> Guinness. <laughs> well, you know, the, the other thing is uh, now that we're we're finally here and we got our setup and we're gonna be talking about what we're unveiling. I actually, and and this is it's self promotional, admittedly, I'm really excited to hear Dominic Robinson's efforts. Uh, yep. And I'm not yep. saying that because he's on part of the team now and all that, but. Dominic is a, a thoughtful guy and a thoughtful analyst mm-hmm. and a guy who cares deeply about how well the kids play, how well they execute, what they're attempting to do. And, you know, you can probably get that if you've heard any of our interviews with him since he's jumped on board. But to hear him in a game educating our fans, educating me, you, everybody involved with, you know, the concepts of a certain play, we may think we know this, but I have a feeling he's got a little bit more uh, intimate details oh, yeah. about what's going on because he, he's had meetings with the coaches and talked to them about what they're trying to achieve with those looks. So that'll be a really a cool and educational thing every Saturday. Look, as somebody who hasn't played the game even close to the level you've played, and let alone anybody that's been to Florida State or whatever, I think I do pretty good at breaking football yeah, down know, and analyzing football, yeah. the game, and I understand the concepts. But it's not the same as somebody who not only has played at Florida State like Dominic, but it also trains players and yeah. works out with players. Mm-hmm. It's about the nuance of the plays. I look forward to trading notes with him in the second half. Hopefully it's about mostly freshmen and backups and things of that nature, but uh, it's going to be a full show. It starts at kickoff at 5 o'clock along with the game. If there's a weather delay, we'll ride it out with you. With it, we'll have a delay screen. Mm-hmm. Only yeah. when the plays are back. Talking if the there's whole a three-hour weather delay, yeah. we'll put up a little screen and you guys can join us back. But yeah. we're going to have you from kickoff all the way to the end of this game on Saturday. Well, we look and, then the, and then the post game, and you'll be on that with Gene, yep. and it should be a lot of fun. and. Obviously, fans can interact with you guys after the game and talk about their observations and ask yeah. their questions, and everybody will have a good time. So, uh, again, a little taste of what we're going to be doing. We'll be here at Hotel Indigo for all the home games. Obviously, if you've got friends and family coming into town and uh, they want to go to a game, make sure you book a place here at Hotel Indigo and uh, and come out here and enjoy the uh, pregame, every every home game. Yeah, uh, you don't you have know. to be uh, – You don't even have to be staying here, by correct. the way. You can, you can get them up. Yeah. In the chat yesterday, is it open to the public? Hell, yeah, it is. You come. It's 826 West Gaines. You, it's just Hotel Indigo College Town. That's the easy way to Google it. Get on the elevators. They're to your right as you walk in. Seventh floor, wrap around to the right, and you will see the buffet, the cash bar, and the atmosphere. We can't wait. You'll even see a guy in a chicken suit, too. <laughs> see? you got to come now. It's a guy <laughs> in a chicken suit. Libations Friday rolls on. Hour number two, forthcoming. Stay with